Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. If you're a big fan of uh, Bigfoot, this might ruin it for you. But for the rest of us, it's kind of the obvious answer. A new study may have figured out what Bigfoot really is. And the answer is, he's probably just a big old black bear. (laughs) (laughs) A uh, list of all the reported Bigfoot sightings was pulled together and compared to different animal populations. And it turns out spots with the most sightings also tend to have the most bears, specifically black ones. Okay. The link between the two are very strong. Uh, This uh, researcher says he even put a number on it. There's an average of one Sasquatch sighting for every 900 black bears in any given area. So if you've seen a black bear walking around on its hind legs, it does look oddly human and would lead to the belief that it's a Sasquatch or Bigfoot. It's true. Like, if you're ever driving through, like, a forested area, yeah. like, even a tree that's fallen over, mm-hmm. and, it's, it's, and it pulls up the roots and everything, it's standing up. If you're just driving by that, yeah. you know, for a second you can think that, oh, what the hell is that working there? Yeah. You know, you know listen, there was a story, a funny story of a lady who was taking her clothes out of the, uh, the washing machine or the dryer, and she screams in horror because she thinks there's a big snake in the in the dryer. Or washer. Oh. So her husband comes running down. It's just socks connected to one another. <laughs> so we can always believe there's some sort of vicious animal coming at us from somewhere. Anyhow, I mean, if you see like a big Sasquatch, Bigfoot walking around like Bay and Bluer, okay, you've probably yeah. got something. Right. But when you're driving like through North Perry Sound, <laughs> chances are it's not a uh, Bigfoot, but rather just a... Uh, Normal old black bear. Now, this guy's also looking into the Loch Ness Monster because it's always believed that it's a giant eel. But he says the odds of the eel being that big hanging out in the Loch Ness are pretty much zero. So right. we might still have a Loch Ness Monster on our hands. Yeah, but they've, they've got a long time without any sightings right. of that. Right, Went back to one old grainy photo. I think there was like big sturgeon in that lake too that they were. Oh, yeah? It could have been at one point. But the, the thing with Loch Ness is just how deep it is. Oh, really? It's very, very deep huh. to the point where they, they couldn't survey at all at one point. They wondered if there was uh, actually like a tunnel or a, or something, a deep hole hmm. down to another lake there that it could have gotten out to. Wow. Or maybe that's just the legend that brings people by. Yeah, perhaps. It's a good little tourist trap. Um, speaking of animals, this is a great story. Zookeepers in Japan have been trying to figure out how a small 10-pound ape named Momo got pregnant. Now, the problem is Momo is in isolation. Oh. So unless it was some sort of Virgin Mary situation, (laughs) they they couldn't figure it out. But there was a couple of male uh, apes nearby, but they're in their own cages, couldn't get near her. Right. Or so the zookeepers thought. Okay. These who recently They fling poo, but that kind of scenario wouldn't do this. Apes are the best. The zoo recently did a DNA test on her baby. And found out the father was an ape in the cage next door. <laughs> yeah. Was his name Holmes? <laughs> no, not really. They figured out the two of them got it on through a small hole in the wall less than a centimeter wide. So he's no Johnny Holmes at all. So you got yourself a tiny ape glory hole. <laughs> Hey, pass me a banana. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, there's a small a hole. A centimeter? In... Yeah, that's it. For the size of an ape. That's embarrassing. <laughs> the male ape's like, Momo, stop giggling. 
You hear the male ape, like all men, apologizing. Hey, I banged the hell out of the sides. What do you want? It still worked, though. Yeah. That's a good shooter. Um, so there was, a, I guess, a small cage uh, between the two of them. It was like a holding cage. And they'd each get turns in that holding cage. And so when Momo was in the holding cage, like a sitting area, take her out of her suite, have her little living room area. Right, yeah. Then the, the boy would get right up to that glory hole between his cage <laughs> and the holding cage. <laughs> now, here's the problem. The dad is 36 years old. The ape dad is 36. Oh, no. And he wants nothing to do with Momo. <laughs> He's already dating Momo's sister. The zookeepers are planning to move him in with Momo so they can be a family. But they don't want to be a family. They don't even know what they look like. That's right. An arranged marriage of right. sorts. Very much so. Momo Momo is is fine just being the baby mama and the male ape. He's just like, I just want to play golf with my friends. <laughs> he's looking for another hole. <laughs> <laughs> and Chapali's Craig and Lucky. The Rock celebrating 20 years. Yes. Been in your ear for 20 years. You and I have been a part of it for 10. Uh-huh. And if you've been with us for the, the better last... better 10, I'd say. Uh, yeah, well, on the fence. Yeah. There's... <laughs> There's meetings going on right now to discuss. But uh, for those of you who have been with 94.9 The Rock over the past 20 years from the beginning, we uh, we thank you. We applaud you. And uh, hopefully we can keep it going for uh, another 20. Oh, could you imagine? I'd be fun to be around in 20 years. <laughs> Jesus. I think I'm oh, the, the therapy I would need. Oh, I think I'm a curmudgeon now. How much do you think you have to spend to get a high roller status at a casino? Ooh, I would say you'd got to be maybe mid five figures in there. Yeah, well, a little higher perhaps. Um, you know, there was a time you went into the casino, you got all dressed up, your fanciest attire, sat at a $5 blackjack table for a couple of hours, and the pit boss would uh, throw you some meals and other comps, but that's right. not the case anymore. Casinos have a set formula for how much you need to spend before they consider you a high roller. And they won't tell you what it is, of course. Of course not. But according to a professional gambler, he got gold status in Vegas after he played several hours at a $5 slot machine, then took his winnings and played at a $25 machine for a few more hours. Okay. Gold status got him free rooms, food, and drink. He wound up spending about sixty-six grand on slots the rest of the year, with only a two thousand two hundred dollar profit. And you wonder how these casinos stay afloat. Yes, he spent sixty-six grand <laughs> no. to get two grand. I don't wonder how they stay afloat. I wonder how one particular person managed to not make money yeah. at a casino. Yeah, they got him to platinum. That got him with his sixty-six grand on slot machines. That got him to platinum status. Which gets you limo rides, a VIP lounge at the casino, and free suites. Right. Over the course of seven years, seven years, he spent $811,000 on slots. Wound up with a net loss of just thirty-four grand. Okay. But he estimates he got sixty grand in free perks. Right. I knew a guy who was such a high roller in Niagara that he, uh, he would uh, finish work every morning. And the limo would be waiting for him at his condo. Wow. And uh, he would hop in. He would uh, go down. He would play all day. They would drive him back and drop him off in the evening. And he would do that three and four times a week. Mm-hmm. No. What are you up to now these days? 
Uh, <laughs> debt wise or status? <laughs> status and debt. <laughs> so, we don't talk about losses at the casino, Craig. You ever wonder what the hell happened to Creed? You know, they were together like 25 years ago. They were a big, big deal. Then they kind of got back together for a moment there. Right. And they broke up again. Well, uh, Scott Staff is kind of taking the blame for this. He, uh, or maybe the credit, depending on which way you think. If you're you're not a Creed fan. breaking up the band. Because they, uh, yeah, because they really got thrown under the bus uh, back in the day. People turned on them hard. Uh, Well, and... In somewhat of a like a Nickelback fashion, like they 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 gained popularity very quickly. Right. Right? Their first single was, I think, "My Own Prison." Okay, uh, and that was like a really big hit. And then they went to like "My Arms Wide Open." Mm. But what was weird about Creed, I think, is that it almost took on like a Christian rock vibe, right. and people almost turned on that kind right. of thing. Right? Like, well, you're not real rockers if you're preaching. Right? Yeah. And Scott Stapp takes responsibility for that. It's funny, though, because the rest of the band didn't even know they were going in that direction. <laughs> we're a church, though? Yeah. What's, what happened here? They were living rock star lifestyles, right. not very much a Christian way. <laughs> Anyhow, they uh, they originally broke up in 04. They reunited in 09, did a couple of tours, put out an album. And the band's been on hiatus for like 10 years now, since 2013. We don't know what's going on. So if you're a Creed fan, then uh, who knows? You could see them again. You never know. Somebody writes a big enough check, everybody's getting back to you. Uh-huh. Uh, Although, you say that, but the one band I keep wondering if they could ever do it was Oasis. They can't even be in the same room together. I, I, I was watching this um, Abbey Road documentary. Right. Both of them, and I had read this somewhere else, they both had to go into Abbey Road separately to do their bits. Mm-hmm. They could not even sit in the same room together. Oh, no. Yeah. And, and there's a hilarious bit where they got Noel... Uh, no, actually, it was Liam. And they had some, like, little kids yeah. asking him questions. Yes. So and he's like, I had a brother. <laughs> like, <it's> like, <laughs> like, okay. Both of them are so funny just to listen to. Talk. Oh, they're great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just being interviewed. They're just so dry in their sense of humor. And uh, if you're a fan of Yellowstone, and my gosh, this show is huge. Well, it uh, could be coming to a end this summer after season five wraps. What? Yeah, I guess Kevin Costner is busy directing and starring in a Western film called Horizon. Boy, it's either sports movies or Westerns with him, huh? Well, he's going to give up Yellowstone yeah. to go make another movie? It'll probably go right in the pooper. What kind of piece of Samsonite is he? <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> you finally got a hit. Yeah. <laughs> You're renting out your house on Airbnb to cash checks. Like, yeah. Is it not paying enough? You can rent your ticket with Yellowstone right now. Yeah. There was that other style, a Western-type show that, what's his name? He was uh, married to Melanie Griffith. He's uh, Kurt Russell? No, no. Of course, I, I do this all the time and then blank on the guy's name. He was part of Miami Vice. Oh, Don Johnson. Thank you. He, uh, Kevin Costner should follow Don Johnson's role. Don will take any job going, any time, right. and stick with it. But yeah, I don't, Kevin, Kevin... Kevin Costner's an interesting dude because he was a massive star there for a window of time, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he still sees himself in that light, even though it's dimmed right. quite a bit. Yeah. Well, maybe he thinks another Western film, much like Dances with Wolves, will bring him back to Oscar-winning contention or something. He needs Cheech back as the caddy. Tell him, right, him right. Like, dude, don't was, go for it. Just That was a great movie. <laughs> just cash the check. That was, you never see that. That's never, that would be a great d- remote drop. 
And you never see it on oh, TV. Oh, I've seen it on. Oh, I've, have you? I've dropped a few times on that one. Ah, and uh, speaking one. of Don Johnson in that with him, too. That's right. That's right. Huh. He was the good golfer. Right. Yeah. Or he thought he was a good golfer. <laughs> he was kind of like the... Uh... Horrible swing, though. If you ever see... <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, I would love to see the outtakes from that movie. Right, right. Because you can tell, like, if you're a golfer, you can tell by the swing... Mm. That ball wasn't going anywhere. Oh, right? really? Oh, yeah. Like, Don Johnson's swing was brutal. And Costner, I don't think, was a golfer oh, when he really? took the roll. Right? right? But you can kind of see the swing and the finish that they have, and you're like, oh, that was a slice. That would have been like a banana slice. So there's no way it's getting out of that bar. No. Oh, like worm burgers. <laughs> like, like, if you looked at the actual footage, the yeah. ball would be screaming along the ground, and they're talking about it going in the hole. <laughs> Yeah, they need what's his name from Happy Gilmore. He was a <laughs> champ. Shooter. Yeah, Shooter McGavin. Um, so, anyhow, if Yellowstone ends, there is a rumor that Matthew McConaughey oh, wow. could replace Kevin Costner, so it doesn't end. So, gotcha. We'll, we'll see. Uh, celebrities who are highly regarded, a bunch of uh, celebrities were polled. And uh, at the top of the list, I think this is interesting. One guy interesting, the other one, I, it seems to make sense. It checks. Keanu Reeves, of course, everybody seems to love Keanu Reeves. A lot of memes going around with his, like, life story on yeah. it. Just how humble he seems to be, like, you know, eating cupcakes for his birthday on the side of the road in Vancouver yeah. or some crap like that. But, yeah. yeah. And then Danny DeVito really? t- ties him. Now, he's very funny and sunny in Philadelphia, but he's a scumbag <laughs> in sunny in Philadelphia. But I guess not in real life. Uh, Dolly Parton's on the uh, the high list of uh, highly regarded. So is Ryan Reynolds, his wife, uh, Blake Lively. Chris Evans and George Clooney, Tom Hanks and Lady Gaga, Adam Sandler, Nicole Kidman, um, Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift and Harry Styles and Martha Stewart all showing up. Now, Keanu Reeves is like 97%. Okay. Whereas Harry Styles and Martha Stewart are like 74%. But they're still up there for people to trust them and like them and respect them. Ryan Reynolds is a guy right now everything he does touches his gold yeah, right now, yeah. right? And he seems like a very personable guy. Mm-hmm. Danny DeVito, I don't get that vibe. Right? You don't hear anything about him away from no. the screen at all. And The Rock isn't on that list? No, doesn't show up. People Not are even. talking about him running for president. They love him so much. Yeah. I mean, there's what they have. Adele is, would. <laughs> she'd vote for him. She'd have his babies if he wanted. Um, She's all over that, him at the Grammys. See, after that little hug, his, like The Rock's wife was glued to his hip. <laughs> um, Chelsea Handler, Ben Affleck, Dave Chappelle, and Blake Shelton also show up in the toss-up category, kind of at the 50% mark between positive and negative. Really? Ben yeah. Affleck? Yeah. Even though, I, Don't you feel for the guy after what he had to sit through? Not a second. <laughs> <laughs> he brought it on his <laughs> your choice, dude. Yeah. You decided to go back there. Yeah. You, you were there before, and seven hours of the Grammys or whatever it was, if you didn't like it, he just sat there. Like someone had farted in front of him the entire time. I think that first wedding lasted shorter than the Grammys. <laughs> now, on the flip side, the most disliked, the most negative, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. Uh, they, don't, they, don't like, they don't like people with money. Uh, Gates should be on that list, too, you would think, because a lot of people are after right. him these days. People with money who are telling other people what to do, they really get their back up on that. But Bill is still probably liked because he comes across like he's trying to help the world. Right. You know. Ellen DeGeneres and Adam Levine, 90% negativity. Wow. Kylie Jenner and all their Kardashians. And James Corden, you yell at one waitress. <laughs> oh, and Craig, Craig and Lucky here on the list. Too. Oh, yeah. Very negative. Yeah. Kanye's not on there? No, he's not. Right. Wow. James Corden, but no Kanye. (laughs) Go figure.
Selma Hayek was not happy in the 90s because she was typecast for just being the sexy one. Oh, go figure, Selma. I, I go through the same struggle. It's true, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I'm not just a... You know what's funny? I, I heard some people at Rogers saying we should really use Lucky as our pinup guy. Right, yes. And you said, I'm more than a piece of meat. I have got a brain. <laughs> Eyes up here. <laughs> Continually. That's right. Anyhow, she thanks Adam Sandler because it wasn't until he cast her in Growing Up as his wife. That she got to start doing comedy movies, and she was in her 40s at that point. Really? Now she's 56. She says, normally in Hollywood, I'd be written off, but she says, I'm getting all genres now. Funny, because I would have thought uh, her accent might have limited the mm. comedy, just the delivery. Right. But it worked for Sofia Vergara Very good. in Modern Family. Yeah. Yeah. I'd still shop Selma Hayek. <laughs> I'm sure she'd shop me as yeah. well. I got to come clean on something because I uh, I was really just going to try to keep this to myself. But it looks like it's breaking in the news, so I, I guess I should get out front of it. Uh, they're saying uh, a man at a Marriott, that man is me, uh, <laughs> supposedly, supposedly <laughs> confronted another guest in a stairwell while naked and swinging a toilet plunger around. <laughs> now, <laughs> do, you, that, do you have a bad weekend? <laughs> that fact is indeed true. Okay. Um, it's reported that he, I, told the person, I'm going to effing get you. Right. That's not true. I said, I'm going to effing plunge you. Oh, okay. It's different. Got to be clear. Now, they're saying it's unclear if we knew each other. Oh, we knew each other. <laughs> they say that I continued through multiple floors, terrorizing guests by swinging the plunger and pulling fire alarms. Wow. I didn't pull any fire alarms. Uh, the plunger say, placed over the uh, important bits? Oh, no, I was using it like a sword. Okay. Um, they, uh, they say... That my uh, naked rampage ended when I defecated on the floor of the hotel. Oh, Jesus, now, actually happened. Let me just explain again. <laughs> I wasn't really chasing anybody. Right. I defecated on a hotel floor. I needed that plunger. I was just trying to get back to my room. I knew what was coming. But these people wouldn't get out of my way. So I'm not guilty of anything. And that one guy... He had it coming. Right. You see a naked man running down a stairwell with a plunger. You don't get in his way. No, no. You get out of the no. way. He's had an emergency. Yes. I'm in no mood. <laughs> so there's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Actually, as soon as I saw the Marriott, I thought, well, maybe it's lucky. Well, could have been. Are you still very, very upset with them? Uh, we, we're we're in a very slow workout <laughs> process. <of laughs> Bonvoy point like to marriage. You're kind of yeah. Work through it. We're gonna we're gonna work through the relationship. <laughs> so really, I don't have any other option. But yeah, it's one of those. They call it rewards, but I'm not really sure how mm. rewarding the process is right now. Well, maybe that's this guy's problem. Yeah, maybe could he be. Po'd about his rewards. Anyhow, that's not really the case. But I thought it'd be funny to spin it that way. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think the, uh, Ven clan came down with the Coco. The kid came down with the vid. You guys were, you and, well, it started with your son, right? Yes. Yeah. On, uh, 
But never tested positive? No, he uh, he started feeling crappy a week ago yesterday. So that would have been on the uh, Sunday. And then by Monday, he was down and out. We survived, Marie and I, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday morning, I was here, and I started having a bit of a cough and a sore throat. Went home, had my nap, woke up, felt like a big bag of poo. <laughs> Went immediately looking for the plunger. Right. Uh, Maria, same thing. Same same day, same time. Oh, really? Yeah. She she started, same deal. Friday, an absolute mess. Saturday, an absolute mess. Very sore throat, hacking cough. And that was really about it. But like razor blade sore throat when you're mm. swallowing, you know. Um, Daniel is still kind of struggling. He's still got a bit of a sore throat. Yeah. Mine has subsided, as has Maria's. The hacking cough is still there and stuffy nose a bit. But, uh, yeah, so as of uh, yesterday, I thought, okay, I can probably come back in. My biggest concern was the voice going out in case, you know, we do talk quite a bit on this Right, show. yes. Well, some might, some might seem that a bit of a relief. <laughs> That's right. Oh, good. <laughs> People were sharing uh, weird food combinations. People I swear some of these things are great, like... Tuna fish sandwich with barbecue chips inside. Uh, mind you, Ted Reader adds hickory sticks to a lot of his recipes that mm. I wouldn't have thought blend, and it works out really flipping good. So maybe, I guess it gives you a bit of crunch. Yeah. And a little barbecue seasoning in there. Yeah. Might not be bad. Corn flakes on ice cream. Okay, I wouldn't choose corn flakes. I'd go with a frosted flake probably. Texture-wise would be good. Yeah. A little crisp on top of the soft ice cream. This is odd. Peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. No, thank you. I'll just take the pickle. Right. Uh, people are also saying a lot about peanut butter. It's a big ingredient in general. Peanut butter on pancakes. Well, that makes sense. P- yeah. PB&J with tortillas instead of bread. Yes, very much. We've done that. You can oh, just yeah? roll them up. Oh, yeah. Get them right in you. Cream cheese with sautéed onions on a hot dog. This is actually called a Seattle dog. Ah, you had me at the sautéed onions. I don't know about the cream cheese. Are you a cream cheese guy? Um, a bagel. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really see it on a hot dog, but I guess that would work. One of my other sins when it comes to the Frank's hot sauce is I can take cream cheese right off a spoon, pour Frank's hot sauce on it, and shove it in my pie hole. And you spent five days in bed. I can't understand yeah. why. <laughs> Tommy's fine. <laughs> Everything else is a, de- a disaster. <laughs> Your Actually, body's slowly shutting down on that's you. Right. Actually, uh, I got to come clean as to why I wasn't here Friday and yesterday. Okay. Um, uh, it's getting out there. It's words on the street. Right. So I got to uh, I gotta get out in front of this, as they say in uh, PR. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Share my side of the story. Uh, baby carrots dipped in ketchup. Pringles dipped in chocolate pudding. Fritos dipped in applesauce. Aye. Yeah, a lot of dipping going on. Uh-huh. Um, strawberry jam on a fried egg. Well, I don't know. People put a bunch of stuff on eggs, don't we? Ketchup and hot sauce. Yeah, and I guess if you're uh, if you're jamming your toast and eating egg at the same time, that that combination could come together. This one might be all right. Popcorn and grapes again. If you get the salty popcorn with the sweet grapes, a lot of people drink wine and eat popcorn while yeah. they're watching a movie. So why not? You know, it's funny with like some snacks and even some foods. Like popcorn, I have to have a Coca Cola, but not even a cold beer. Goes oh, really? Good. I like a nice cold Coke with all popcorn. Right. It's like with a grilled cheese sandwich, I have to have a glass of milk. With a burger, I like a cold Coke rather than a beer. 
I mean, I'll take the beer. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what am I, an idiot? <laughs> Let me remember that the next time we're at the pub and see how yeah. that works out oh, yeah. for you. <laughs> uh, no, he'll pass on the beer. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, I just like it. I got this cool. round. That's what I'll say. <laughs> Actually, I think I still owe you something at the pub. <laughs> um, and this is just dirty. You take a big old pretzel stick and you shove it in a banana. Whoa. Someone called uh, it uh, Bananas with Bones. Okay. But then others have renamed it Bonana- Bonanas. Bonanas. Which sounds dirty. Right. Here, would you like a bite of my banana? Pretzel stick and a banana. Yeah. Well, again, I guess it's like a big popsicle. And then when you bite the banana and you get that, again, the salt. I think it's all texture and salt versus yes. the other flavors. Right. Well, let's. why don't you uh, hop on my banana and <laughs> let, me, let me know how it tastes. I'll pass. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.